0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card
0: right this way
1: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop going on a brand new episode of snaps monday turkey week boys and uh, my internet remains nothing to be thankful for in fact it's got me ready to for someone uh so i'm going to try to host a show where i keep my talking mum because that fucking makes sense anyway not trying to put a dower uh, dampener on the open here i'm t bob a bear he's there, Murray. that Beautiful Cornell grad in the middle is JD Fickel. You catch him on all three, uh, hosts the hard count. Just one of the new rising college football stars. Aaron, JD, what's up, boys?
2: Man, that's a heck of an intro. I got to live up to that now for these next like 20, 30 minutes. But I appreciate man. Glad to be on with y'all. Y'all do a phenomenal job. And uh, we got a great slate here. It's rivalry mm-hmm. we I'm going to jump into it.
3: Yeah, it is. T, you want me to run it a little bit? I'll, I'll take over the show a little bit. T. Bob kind of gets through his uh, his I internet want, issues right now. I want, I want the fucking
1: office that I pay for to work like that. That's, that's so. So this is this is the beauty right now
3: for everyone complaining about T. Bob cussing too much. It's like perfectly bleeping out your f bomb So like this is the edited, <laughs> edited version of what the people have been wanting from. It's me. the clean version. It's, of, the, clean this version. Of, it's the clean version. Of T. Bob, so this could no, actually work out. Very nicely for Tim. All right, J.D., before we look ahead to, to this weekend, um, I do want to look back a little bit and and I'll start with obviously Georgia and, and kind of what they've looked like the past two weeks. What is what has changed in your mind from what we saw from UGA for the first nine weeks of the season to where they are right now heading into the game for Georgia Tech this weekend?
2: You know, I think the thing early in the year was everyone wanted to grade Georgia on last year's team because last year won the national championship. You got Stetson Benny, you got Todd Munkin, and then like the reality was you put in some new pieces at some really important spots, your quarterback mm-hmm. and your offensive coordinator. No, by the way, working in some new pieces uh, in the secondary as well. And so it feels like exactly what we expected from a Kirby Smart Coach team starting to play their best football in November. So, I mean, it's it's not like... George is somehow playing over their head like their roster is doing exactly what it's supposed to do in Carson Beck uh, I don't think the part of his brain that's supposed to process pressure works correctly because every single week the spot gets bigger the defense is aggressive and he just continues to ball so uh, I don't see a whole lot of weaknesses which is scary for them and, and for the rest of college football where they're at right now Um. Uh,
1: okay so if you're it is it's, when you Right now, obviously they're playing um, dominant football. Carson Beck seems to be his co- own completely. Uh, how much of though them currently kind of like that national championship favorite is because they we 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 almost seem to lack another elite team in college football this year.
2: I think that's a fair question. And I think some of it too is the filter we're running it through. Like we haven't seen Ohio state play anybody in a minute since the beginning of the season. And so they've kind of fallen off people's radar. Uh, Michigan looked good against Penn state, but we haven't seen them go toe to toe with the kind of schedule where Georgia's played all these, you know, ranked teams the last couple of weeks. And so I think the, the momentum is right now, like Georgia's kind of that flavor of the month and it's hard to see in November, them be so dominant and Mm -hmm. not think they're going to be a national championship kind of team. So I mean, y'all know this as well as anybody, it's it's such a snapshots thing, week in and week out. Like, we leave one week and now we're saying, well, Michigan, do they have problems offensively? Are they going to be able mm-hmm. to hang with Ohio State because they look bad against Maryland? It's like, it's so week to week we have this running definition. So, I think it's, I think it's a fair assessment. But, I mean, early in the year, we're like, hey, Ohio State they beat two top ten teams. Ohio State, mm-hmm. they have a chance now to run the table. Is this the year? So, it, it's so much a flavor of the week kind of thing. Um, I think Georgia's just that flavor right now.
3: Yeah, you you've been in a locker room and and you know what it li- is like to have a, a player led football team versus a coaching led football team. You know, I don't know how much adversity maybe some of your teams in the past have gone when it when it comes to rattling the troops behind a common cause. But kind of Michigan, as we bring up, like who the, who is that next dominant team? And, and yes, it did look like Michigan for a long time, and now it's just been an absolute, I would say, a, a nightmare ish situation for a team that is stacked on both sides of the football. And this is Jim Harbaugh's best team but they're going with the off-the-field issues. Your thoughts on that bringing a team together, and at what point is it just too much to handle for a group of 18- to 22-year-old guys to, to, to not let that become too much of a distraction?
2: You know, I think the, the thing with that is we saw it seep in a little bit for the first time this week just because there mm-hmm. was so much weird with the letdown spot and the look-ahead spot and the coach getting fired. So I think it's real. Uh, I think Michigan is probably built the best to handle a thing like this and I also say this i think the the best case scenario or maybe second to best case scenario i guess best case would be you get jim harbaugh back on the sideline uh that he took the suspension like it's not a thing where yeah. we're, we're talking about this week like hey is is harvey specter from suits gonna get jim harbaugh back on the sideline this week or are, are we maybe gonna see him against ohio state it's like nope he's not coaching he's gonna be at a Denny somewhere watching the game yeah. like he'll watch on tv like the rest of us and that's going to be how they go forward. So now they have some real direction, which I think is good. Um, But last week was really the week where there was so much weirdness built into it that the way that Michigan played I don't think is – uh, an enormous surprise, just just given the spot. But um, mm-hmm. in terms of locker rooms, I've been in, uh, boys, we got a we got a coaching search on our hands for our alma mater as of yesterday. So mm. I'll throw that in there. That kind of gives you a gauge for uh, the adversity we I mean, went It's up, a, it's a up my, there with ADM right
3: actually. now. I heard. I mean, it's
2: it's 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 a prized position to go there. You're dealing with a bunch of Ivy League kids. That's that's, That's what easy. I'm. I, we got to throw a bag at Dan Lanning and get him out of Eugene. That's what I'm trying to do. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see.
3: What's the, What's the nil situation
2: there at Cornell? I, like, they got uh, money not to players? <laughs>
3: really? That's unfortunate. Not
2: great. I think it's. I think it's resources. I think it's going to uh, a lot of the a lot of the big brain kids that actually get into school there on their own, <laughs> which is fair.
1: Uh, some guy says Michigan does not look dominant now. No longer has the other team's defensive plays. Have you? I mean, are we are we buying into any of this I, I mean, it's again the correlation remains the most fascinating aspect of all of this to me in terms of like when the scheme started, when they got really good uh to you saying that they double gamed Michigan's gaming like it's I, I I don't know if causation is in play here like i don't, but it's impossible not to at least like read into that connective tissue no mm
2: hundred percent. And I think everybody, the most interesting thing about this to me is everyone's in lockstep to a certain point of like, hey, most people agree Michigan probably cheated. If you don't think Michigan cheated, then like there's a whole other discussion we have to have. Uh, Most people would agree like that probably helped them to some degree. Okay, yes, we're all in lockstep. Then there's this fork in the road where you have some people saying, well, that's why Michigan's good. You know, some people saying it had nothing to do with them. Uh, I think the the right answer, as it usually is, is somewhere in the middle with this thing. Uh, I lean more towards the fact that they just have a bunch of NFL players on that roster. Um, Now, did it help in situations? Like, yeah, probably so. But I don't think they're splitting the games against Ohio State the last couple of years I don't I don't think that they somehow are less dominant than they have been and uh the the real asterisk next to this whole thing would be if they had won a national title or if they had beat TCU and I know there's a whole thing with TCU and the signs that maybe they were they were throwing their way and, and getting them off the scent but uh I really do think like at the end of the day it is about Jimmy's and Joe's does does the sign stealing help? Like, yeah, probably so. But even, I mean, I'm hearing Kirby Smart talk about it. He's like, I don't want somebody in my ear telling me to play from a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Like, that that would throw me off. So, I think we have this thought that, like, having the signs equals to knowing exactly the next play and knowing exactly how to stop it. Like, that to me feels like a bit more of a stretch. So, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that Michigan's still Michigan even without the sign stealing. Right. Uh, but it's going to be a conversation one way or another. I mean, Ohio we go State,
1: see, sure. right? Like, yeah, uh, we're going to – they beat the hell out of a date uh, in bad weather in Ann Arbor two years ago. Beat the hell out of a- perfect weather in Columbus. Uh, they have the better quarterback this year. They're the more team like Michigan should win this game. And mm-hmm. if they don't, it's going to- whether or not it's accurate. It's going to be impossible for people not to say because it's a good sign. Like therein lies the real danger of cheating. It's mm-hmm. direct lines that you can draw, and how it eats away at the edges and at the integrity of the result, and it becomes a story. Whereas you should just be never actually happened on the field.
3: And speaking of storylines, obviously Ryan Day at Ohio State, like he has not won this game in two years, and there's a lot of people. You know, I was I was shocked when I learned that that the fans care more about. The game this weekend than they do even maybe winning a national championship I'm like that just doesn't make sense but it just shows you the level of what this this rivalry means to both those programs if he loses you know ohio State would loses for a third straight time like i don't think he's getting fired i think that would be pretty idiotic to do one of the best coaches you look at the wins over 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 his tenure there at ohio state but if he loses not to hardball but to an assistant coach like how does that play into the the the, the group of ohio state fans that are you know, wanting to move on from Ryan Day
2: if they do have their third loss this weekend. Optics are bad. The optics are bad. I mean, I think what you said is perfect. Like, it's just more fuel to the fire, right? And and this is probably, like, the most lose-lose it could have been for Ryan Day because even Mm -hmm. if they beat Michigan, Mm -hmm. well, Michigan's still holding that card of, like, well, hey, our guy wasn't even on the sideline. So we run it back with Jim Harbaugh, maybe it's different. And so I think the way that it looks probably matters. Like if it's really down to a one-score game and it could go either way, yeah, maybe the Harbaugh being on the field is is a talking point. Uh, But if Ohio State just beats the brakes off of them or or Michigan beats the brakes off of them, like it probably doesn't matter who's coaching in that point. So, I mean, I think uh, with it being resume season and playoff scenario season, the word eye test comes around a lot. Like I think Mm -hmm. we got to apply that logic uh, to this spot but no what you said like if you're really considering if ryan day is is the right guy at ohio state like my question would be who would you go after Ur- urban meyer you want to get him out of the set and bring him back from from big noon i mean who else are we going after if if we don't think ryan day is the right fit and, w- and what right steps are we taking to to bring that guy to columbus so uh do we do truly think like urban
3: appreciate? is a legit like, do we do we truly feel like Urban? Because you hear him with AM, you hear him with this job and that job. Like, you should Do you, do you, no, that's do you think you, do you yeah? Do you think do you do you personally think that he would come out of the nice cushy job? Same with Dan Mullen. Like, I've talked with Dan a little bit, and, and you know, maybe not in the recent week, he kind of just laughed off my question when I asked him, like, you get back into the game, he sent me like a little smiley face. Uh but uh, like, uh. do you think those guys truly would leave the comforts? Dan ain't getting back after his tweet this past weekend. First off, like you throw shade at another coach, your ass ain't going back to coaching. Do you think
2: either of them could jump back in? And if
3: which if one would, which one would it be?
2: I think Dan Mullen probably makes more sense. The, the whole Urban Meyer thing—it feels like it would have to be like the exact right fit in the exact right like heart ties. And I don't think there's a heart tie there for for Urban Meyer. It wouldn't like he doesn't have anything to prove, right? Like going to a And M and being a part of that situation with boosters and the money like urban meyer's got national championships he's got money like that there's no reason for him to get out of the big new kickoff scene and mm-hmm. go jump headfirst into the the college station situation so uh dan mullen might have a little bit more left in the tank i think what you said is is probably accurate with if you're uh if you're talking that cash from the broadcast right now mm-hmm. and, and saying you know i don't know if we got the right guy on the hot seat in la probably not jumping back in the pool anytime soon yeah. but i would probably lean that way and uh We'll see with Urban Meyer. He's going to be a name every single time a big time mm-hmm. job comes open. But I, I don't see it,
1: Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It's rivalry weekend, uh, but it begins right around the corner. And look, well, I'm sure Georgia fans are very worried about the big matchup with Tech uh, coming up here. Obviously, we got LSU, Alabama, and Georgia looming on. Uh, the
3: I know it hurts for you. I, I know um, you just really wanted to be LSU. I'm sorry, T-Bob. Shut I the wanted fuck up, to be man. LSU too. I I'm was so bad Tigers to all man. year. Today.
1: You know I was. Whatever. The point is, uh, we're too close to it. Aaron's an LSU homer. Um, I have emotion involved all the way uh, in directions. Uh, You're kind of like an independent observer. You're the alien that can come here and look at this game and say, here's how I score it. Um, And why, that to me, Kirby Smart has more national championships than he does wins. Nick Saban, do you think that changes here in two weekends?
2: Yeah, I'm happy to be the uh, the third party here as Cornell just missed the SEC championship game this year. Yep, apparently. Um, you know, I, I, I do. Th- the thing with this is, uh, as good as Alabama is right now and as hot as they are right now, I think just how multiple Georgia is, I don't see a path to where Alabama could like expose something about Georgia. Like you look at Alabama and you say, okay. Mm-hmm if you really can make Jalen Milrow one dimensional, uh, if you can maybe attack that secondary they've been suspect at times, even though they're much improved, like with Georgia, I I don't really know what you say. It it would take something we haven't seen Georgia do to lose that game. And it would take, I think, seeing Alabama do something that we've seen them do at times this year for them to lose Mm -hmm. that game. So uh, it's definitely a possibility. Like, I mean, death taxes is a Nick Saban winning big games. It's probably mm-hmm. a fair way to approach life. But at the exact same time, like Georgia's just rolling right now. And I don't I mean, want to I, totally put the blinders on and dismiss it, but they're rolling right now.
1: I, I'd hit up Jerry Kill. I mean, New Mexico State beat the hell out of Auburn and Jordan Hare. I mean, what, what did Georgia win by eight? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's fair.
3: Mexico,
2: it's totally I mean, fair. Transitive sports probably hit up
1: Kill, get a little advanced scouting, figure out.
2: Get some signs. Get some signs from Mexico State and see what we got going there and make something happen.
3: All right. Back to back to Rivalry Week a little bit too, heading into the the games this weekend. Obviously, we have the Georgia, Georgia Tech game, which is a big rivalry game, uh, as T bob likes to, to discuss that. Uh what, what's your other big game you're looking at this weekend besides Ohio State and Michigan? Like when you think of rivalry Weekend, all the great games, egg bowl on Thursday night, like which one are you most fascinated in watching?
2: Hey, Florida, Florida State got a lot more interesting Mm -hmm. as of Saturday night, like two, two backup quarterbacks and uh, Florida State, like as good as they've been this year, we've seen them look human multiple times. They were down by two scores when Jordan Travis left that game, North Alabama. So you wonder now, is there a sense of urgency? Is there a sense of you know, composure still there with Tate Rodemaker going in the game now. So, that, I mean, that one has massive implications. And Billy Napier gets a lot of heat, which, I mean, it's it's fair with what they've done to this point in the season and what, the, you know, they expect at Florida. But, I mean, that team was pushing Missouri, a top 10 Missouri team, down to the final drive. Now, they, they've snatched uh, defeat from the jaws of victory, and you can't excuse that. Uh, but I think to say Florida at home without your starting quarterback, Florida state could be a playoff team. Uh, there's so much built into that game to where I think that has to be one you watch. Uh, also T Bob, we got Nebraska fighting for bowl eligibility, the five and five bowl. That's going to be a big one against, uh, I mean, I'll take the under whatever it is right now with Iowa, uh, Nebraska, but I'm, uh, I'm watching that one closely as well.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: it just sucks, dude. I know it's in Lincoln. I'm feeling good about that element, but I, Kirk, Kirk, for is once again, just reaching his, his final form. I mean, they've hit the under in every single game this season, and yet they've already won the big 10. Well, I'll be going to win 10 games again. The man is a master at this form of football. and And, and, and like, like Nebraska's style this year, just plays right in his hands. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's like, it, it, it it's kind of like we talk about with um, Kentucky and Georgia, right? You don't just get to play pro style, like it's Georgia. Kentucky and hope to win. Uh, but we'll see. But we'll see. Um, the, I think the answer is Egg Bowl, boys. And and and, and nah. I love the Egg Bowl because it is a game that never has any national hopes. Like the fact that maybe it decides whether or not Ole Miss is going to be a new this game is the closest thing that this game will ever get to mattering to a championship or bowl season or any shit like that. But it's still just an absolute Every year, like if you want to know what makes college football great, that quirky, unique—it's that in like backwoods Mississippi on Thanksgiving, as like NFL games are on, and everybody's maybe thinking about like the big game coming up this weekend. Two communities in Mississippi State and Ole Miss that just are in a die-hard fight mm. th- that will determine jobs, moods, salaries Gosh. for you come. Like there's so much on the line uh, at every Egg Bowl. And that's why I love it. That's why it's so fascinating
2: to me. A mm. hey, whole lot of uh, camo in the crowd for that one too. A lot of camo, yeah, right. a lot of camouflage. But, I, I, ju-
3: uh, I just had Mississippi State this past weekend. I, I don't think they survived. Unfortunately, this is Ole Miss getting to Lane's second 10 win season in three years uh, after Thursday night. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in
1: for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey,
0: this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
1: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel? It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Pac-12. I think two very interesting games. Who's more likely to drop the ball and look ahead to the Pac-12 championship? Washington hosts Washington State. Oregon hosts Oregon State. Washington State big win versus Colorado. Oregon State a tough loss to to Washington last week. Do they bounce back? Which game are you more concerned about? Washington losing or Oregon
2: losing? Uh, I'm more concerned about Oregon by nature of it, of it being Oregon State and they're better up front mm-hmm. just just purely by the nature of opponent. Uh, now I will say this to Washington. I've treated them like last year's TCU, like week in and week out. I feel like I'm crying wolf and saying, well, this, hey, this is the week now. This is the week where Washington, they they drop the ball, they do this. And like every single week I've been wrong. So like I'm eventually going to like correct my train of thought here uh, with Washington State. I don't think they're able to keep pace with them. When Penix is rolling, man, and they got Roma Dunze on the outside, like if they just have that matchup and they go to the well time and time again, like, I mean, like a like a family on during during Christmas going to Target. Like every single time they're going to him, uh, it's unstoppable. And so I think that they're probably in good shape. I think they still make it to the Pac-12 title game. Uh, for the record, I like both teams to win this week, and I do mm-hmm. like Oregon to win the Pac-12. Yeah, class. Hey, right.
3: boy. yeah, no, for
1: sure. Did you probably like Oregon to beat Washington last year? And I did. You probably like yeah. him to beat him this year in Washington. You probably like him to win the Pac-12. Chip. I mean, I guess you could just be fucking wrong for a third time in a row. <laughs> Eventually, y'all are going to show some fucking respect to the team that's, what, now, 22 in the past, 23? Like, I don't know what, mm. watch, like, and and ends games in different ways. Like, Michael Finnick's down multiple times, has not had his best, and they still find a way to win. Whatever, dude. I hope my Huskies finish this fight and just pur- shut up everybody trying to put Oregon on this. Like, what has Oregon done, Jenny? Tell me. Like, so has been I done? mean,
2: they blew out Utah, a team that Washington messed around with what you, at home. Give me a Utah record, JD Pooh. Give me a Michal, excuse me. Give me a Utah record right now. <laughs> JD let's see. I got fired. We can up can the find <laughs> I mean, let's not act like, <laughs> Utah's <laughs> like Utah's just some, just like, run. Utah's a good team. team here. Hey, hey, hey. hey T-Boss
3: is, is just defending his Washington team.
1: No, 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 Yeah, she Let's be clear about what Utah's is a mid-tier journeyman wrestler that they just use to put other teams over. Everybody's like, oh, they beat Utah this year. Like, oh, Washington mm. beat Utah. Oh, Oregon beat Utah. Oh,
2: uh, well, Oregon Washington beat Utah. beat Utah by a touchdown at home. So if they're a journeyman wrestler and Washington's messing around with them at the crib, I don't know because Oregon blew the Look, doors man, off Look, man, you got to give the people what they want
1: to show, it. dude. So, so, like, I'm I just saying Where's Oregon's other big
2: win? Uh, I mean, if we're freezing wins, the Colorado win at that time was good. Uh, I think the thing with me, like, it's not so much like you take the snapshot. For me, it's the way that Oregon plays. Like, in the interior, mm-hmm. they'll build, they're built like a Big Ten football team. And then you got arguably the best quarterback outside of Jaden Daniels in the country dealing, dealing the male form. So, uh, I like the way they're built. The beautiful part about it is we'll, we'll get to see when it comes to that Pac-12 title game. And if they're wrong, I, or if, if they lose, I will be wrong 100%. Uh, I'm doubling down, though. I think Oregon is the better team. I think they match up better.
3: Is it, is it similar is it similar jd to kind of how we feel about michigan maybe a little bit where the eye test just is is that good at times you kind of ignore the resume a little bit for oregon i mean because we said that about michigan like we know michigan's elite they haven't played anyone but you can just watch them say like man offense looks really good defense is elite you watch oregon you're like "The offensive line looks good bow looks great running backs great receivers great Ah, uh, defense is great. Like you can just if you know ball, you just know that's a complete football team. and the way they win games, you kind of just clump it together and say, yes, we'll, we'll screw the resume. That is one of the best teams in America.
2: I think that's fair to say, but then I also look at games that Oregon's played. I mean, one, the way they looked against Utah, the way they looked against USC, and I understand USC hasn't been a world beater, but they held that offense to 27 mm-hmm. when they were hot at that point in time. Um, the way they looked against uh, Washington State, I mean, they, they've just been so decisive. And I'm not trying to crown any other Pac-12 teams here. I'm just saying the way no. that Oregon's looked against formidable competition in Utah, and Utah still is a tough alley regardless of their record, Um I like them a lot. like the way they're built. So I think there is. And also, I mean, we can go back to the game against Washington. On the road, uh, Oregon had a chance in, in multiple spots to to win that game. So I don't think it's just a sizable margin where Oregon's clearly the better team in the Pac-12. But I do think hmm. it's like, in my mind, clear cut of Oregon number one and Washington number two when the dust settles.
1: I get what everyone's saying on Oregon, okay?
2: All i will point out there, though, is that is the
1: wonderful part about football, is that we know and we're constantly proved that we don't because every single metric also said that state should have beat washington right they matched up perfectly with every weakness the weapon mm. was it was in corvallis and what did washington do they found a way to win so who knows yeah mm. maybe they can keep this thing rolling um i want to ask a question
3: real quick oh, for because yeah. you brought up the the bo Nicks and Jaden situation this has been an interesting obviously debate over the past couple weeks because jaden's in the conversation for heisman right now he is to me clearly been the best player in college football and that's kind of what the awards meant for it. who is the best player in college football uh, i thought t bob uh, tweeted out a great stat between marvin harrison jr and even the receivers na- na- i think it was neighbors at lsu it was not much superior yeah, yeah and how much superior neighbors has been to marvin harrison jr this year like how do you view the award with just, let's just focus on those three guys, Bo Nix. So I would say Bo Nix over Michael Penish. Now Bo Nix, Jaden, Marvin Harrison, Jr. Like why are we, why are each three of them in there and who should win it? If you had to pick one.
2: I mean, I think Jay Daniel should win it. I, th- I think when we talk about, the the race itself going back to those three like Bo Nix gonna have a chance to be in the college football playoff if they beat Washington big if yep. you know and I know we, we've unpacked that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. the way that he's played on big stages like the Penn State game obviously we all saw and heard Maserati Marv beat into our brain multiple times. Um, and just we saw how dominant he is and the way that he's played in other big time, not big time spots necessarily, but the way that he's, he's put up big numbers, not as good as Malik neighbors, but there's still that, that brand with him and the way that Ohio State's playing. Um, Jay Daniels serves the Heisman. And the thing that we're going to hear a lot is, well, hey, best player on the best team. Where did that thought even come from? And I think the answer is it came from impact. it say, like, Oh, okay. This player's really good. His team's really good. He's the best player. They must be good because of him. Well, when we reverse engineer that, it's about impact. Okay. So if it's yeah. about impact. Jaden Daniels take him off of LSU's team. How many wins are they getting, T-Bob? Seven. Yeah. Like, like yeah, how much yeah, does he mean to and LSU? And he's putting up ridiculous team. numbers. Like he's and got to get numbers as they the
3: to make a bowl game if he's on the football team. Yeah, they're no, making a bowl game if he ain't on that team.
1: Um, it, let's be clear, though. They, they, they you know, he's got to finish this fight. The entire LSU season comes down to the Texas. If they win totally. nine and three is great, and he'll probably have a very good chance of winning the Heisman the whole season completely shatters. Eight and four would be like an abject disaster uh around Same. these parts. The one thing I would say Marvin Harrison Jr., I get it. He's awesome, but I would give the Balitnikov to um Franklin. But wait, am I screwing up his name out of Oregon? Why is Troy Franklin? 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 Troy Franklin. Okay, my bad boys get it. uh I mean Troy Franklin, I think Roma Dunze has had more of an impact in members. Um I could get into Luther Burton. Like I don't even gotta go like Malik neighbors who statistical category, like Martin Harris Jr., awesome player, four games with 35 yards or less. Yeah. None mm. of those other guys get shut down.
3: Mm. That four mm. games now with well, 35 not He's yards got shut him. down. It's not like he's got shut down. It's just he doesn't have a good quarterback. I think that's that's the biggest thing hindering him from that. You're getting more numbers. This is not an Ohio State team where you, okay, the but, quarterback has gotten better enough. Okay. But I'm not defending but, but, him here. I don't think he should get the highest. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not he's been shut down necessarily. No, I, don't I don't think he, think he has the a guy throwing anymore. to him. He oh, should either. The no. So no
2: also, you're not relying on Marvin Harrison Jr. the same way. Like Malik yeah. Nabors, every week, he, he's got to get buckets. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, like the LSU as a whole isn't rolling. I mean, Oregon, yeah. the same yeah. way. It's They're dealing the ball with Baltimore a fair amount. I'm a dude like this last weekend. Like,
1: Penix threw for like 160, and then at like one of it and two touchdowns just go to Rome. Like, mm-hmm. like to yeah. put that team on his to win it. So, again, when you're, when you're critiquing greatness, if people. Be- talking shit. Martin Harrison Jr. is awesome. I'm not saying that. There's just a little like too much hype behind him on the award trail versus what the actual numbers. And if your argument is like, oh well Kyle McCord sucks, like I, I don't have a very strong argument. I, I feel for Harrison like that sucks. Yeah. But I don't know if that puts you up over, over guys with better numbers.
2: No. I agree. I agree also, I will say on this stage here with Michigan one before we before we move on, yeah. uh, if he goes for like a buck fifty and three touchdowns that's going to be that's gonna that's gonna be hard for us all to forget. And statistically, it oh, totally makes sense. But, sta- I mean, it's a Stages Award, which is why Jay Daniels is fighting right now to get into it.
1: <sighs> why, if Bo Nix balls out this weekend and then balls out and beats Oregon on that stage, there's a very good chance that Jay
3: Daniels yeah. will win. Bo, Bo N- Nix, nice. unless the Ohio State wins this weekend, like, Bo Nix has the best chance to make multiple Heisman moments over the next two weeks. Yes. Multiple, which agree. is why he's a favorite right now. Uh, people right. people believe in Oregon over Washington, so they think it, it's going to be because of him that they win the Pac-12. And probably if he does that, then, yeah, he, he probably gets it. I still think Jaden's better quarterback. So, unfortunate.
1: Uh, yeah, unfortunate that Elsie's defense fucking garbage, boys. They're so bad. They're mm. so bad. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Um, J.D., thank you so much for joining us, man. J.D. McKell on three, one of the riots. Stars in college football will have to do again when I'm not a furious, angry man. I am really apologetic that I'm just in an awful mood today. The Internet's caused me a manurism, but um, you look beautiful. Your smile is okay. great. I've always been with your chin structure. I mean, just like facial structure, <laughs> top 10 in the country. Um, wow. Judy, thank you so much. I agree. Yeah, you're, 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 mm. you're, you're six facial structure.
2: Wow. My I I appreciate uh-huh. that. I sincerely appreciate that's, that's, that. that. That's and, a big uh, from one man to another. Mm. Yeah, I, I do. I appreciate. I mean, coming from from y'all, that means a lot. And uh, I'm excited. <laughs> we'll have to chop it up again here. Uh, Pac-12 title weekend. So I appreciate I mean, y'all. You see, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, look at that smile, dude. You kidding? me?
3: You
1: You're talking about my beautiful. smile,
3: right? My my smile, right?
1: My yeah, not yeah. you,
3: Aaron. Not you, Aaron. Um, thank yeah, you, JD. You're it. the
1: man. We'll, appreciate we'll it, boys. You again in the future. Thank you. See you, Man, Go follow him on Twitter, check out his show on YouTube Every single day, I'm sorry boys I got just, you know, look, we got a snaps community We're tight here, I just gotta be honest I'm, mm. I'm a furious Ball of rage, like I, I just Want to punch something right now, I want to hit A hole in the wall
3: um, Will you fix it We'll get back tomorrow, that was a great interview with JD And um, we'll be Snaps minus the internet issues Tomorrow, fingers crossed
1: Yeah, fingers crossed, because we got Good to talk about, dude. Like there's Cam Risey coming back, Sam Pittman's back. Uh yes. Jordan Travis news, which sucks. We reacted to Sunday. Uh, and massive thank you to um it says what happened, T Bob? Like we're talking about Greg. T Bob, your audio's pretty awful. I fucking <laughs> go, <Greg! laughs> I'm losing my god dang <laughs> over here, dude oh
3: aaron looking like a handsome
1: squidward who is squidward who's squidward if you never watched spongebob what do you mean spongebob SquarePants. have you ever but seriously though have you ever seen the episode of spongebob yeah when i was like very very young it's been a minute been
3: a minute i have to bring it back a little man hell yeah
1: handsome squidward was was great i mean he was all
3: jack i I appreciate it thank you
1: Normal Squidward's not very good looking. I would
3: not. Mm, T Bob had his internet installed by the defensive coordinator from LSU.
1: Damn you, Matt House. you motherfucker. Cursed me enough this fall. You saved the final coup de gras for here last week of oh. the season. Oh look, mm. I do want to go with a couple of thoughts. Uh, but first shout out to our friends at DraftKings. Thanksgiving week, boys. Can you believe that we're this deep in the NFL season? Well check it out we got to make every second count. And with the DraftKings Sports Gap, you can make the most out of every game day. You can bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. And right now, new customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on any NFL matchup. That's right. Any NFL matchup right now, $5. You get $150 instantly in bonus bets. You want to bet your hometown team, you're going to bet away. It's all there for you. And remember, if you're a returning customer, is always great game day deals and boosts and offers going down on the DraftKings app. And you can always your multi-game or same-game parlay. So, get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You download the app now, use the code TBOB. Okay, if you're new customer, TBOB, new customers, $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB. The crown is yours gambling problem call 100 gambler in new york call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467 in west virginia visit www.1800gambler.net please play responsibly in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of boot hill casino resort in kansas must be 21 or older in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources the eligibility and positive six supply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. Um, <laughs> I hate you all on the chat very much, mm. but, but I, but I, but, I, but I, I, I hate you all, really. I love you. I uh, mm. thank you everyone for subscribing. Road to 9k continues around, we'd love to see that continue, and um. It's, look, make,
3: make, make, please please make please make T-Bob feel better by hitting the, the like. But Just give him yes, a thumbs up. Would, just give T-Bob a, a big th- thumbs up so he doesn't destroy his office and then, like, <laughs> and in the next five minutes when this ends. Mm. Is T-Bob mm. stuttering or is it his internet?
1: T-Bob sucks. Go Ducks. Guys, I'm not even talking shit about Oregon. If I'm like I get what you're saying. I probably think Oregon's going to win. I'm just pointing out that this surety needs to be countered by the fact that we keep probably Washington's going to lose, and all they do is keep winning. That's all I'm saying. And Caleb has much more of a head coaching resume and big games to fall back on than does Dan Landing. Mm. Same boy, no duck hate. Ducks are awesome, dude. Um, <laughs> I love you too. I hope you're my favorite greasy Texas hater. Hell yeah, dude. All right, all right, all right. Unfortunately, we got to call it. Um, and I will. Uh, I will figure this out by tomorrow. You have my promise. And if it's not, then I'm just going to quit snaps. And we're just not going <laughs> to do that. Don't do that. Right. We got it going. Um, yes, Michigan is stealing my signal first. Beat. A very, a very good call. you thinks things. It's 420. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow.
2: The volume.
1: I'm Vyosa.
0: To the legend behind Labamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,